It's the 11th of May, 2008. Stade Gerlon, Lyon have beaten Nancy and are celebrating yet another league triumph. Top since October, they've never looked back. An exciting attack of Karim Benzema, Atom Ben Arfa and Sidney Govu leaving the league in its wake. Lyon have marched to a seventh consecutive league title, a record that stands to this day. Yet 20 years earlier, the club was a second division also ran. Here's the story of how Lyon went from laughing stock to league domination. 21 years earlier, the 15th of June, 1987, TF1 Television Studios in Paris. Renowned businessman and politician Bernard Tappy is hosting a popular business program called Ambition. Tappy is quizzed about his acquisition of Olympic Marseille. He's asked, could anyone make a success of struggling Olympic Lyonnais? The club from France's third biggest city had never come close to winning the league and was floundering near the bottom of the second division. Without hesitation, Tappy answers, yes, a young industrialist named Jean-Michel Aulas. There's bewilderment in the studio. Few have heard of Aulas. Those who have know he's made a fortune selling accounting software, hardly a groundwork for top-flight football. But that summer, Aulas becomes club president and builds the most successful dynasty in the history of French football. 13 years later, May 2000. Lyon back in the first division and they finished third in the last two campaigns. But coach Bernard Lacombe has had enough of management after four successful seasons. Olas is home. He's wondering who can lead the club forward over the next four years. After lunch, he sits down to watch some Formula One on television. His interest is raised when a commentator explains Ferrari's dominance of the sport. It's true they've got great drivers, says the Formula One expert. But this team is so well organized from top to bottom, almost any good driver could come in and the team would still dominate. That makes Olas think, what can work for F1 can surely work at Lyon. Build a top-class structure with an outstanding youth academy and scouting network, and any coach could arrive and thrive. Olas puts his plan into action. He persuades his old friend Lacombe to stay on as sporting director. Jose Boissard is in charge of youth development. Former French international Joël Batz is hired as goalkeeping coach. Robert Duverne takes care of physical preparation. And Oles has an ace up his sleeve, the former player Marcelo Kiramidjian, hired to scout in Brazil. One year later, June 2001, coach Jacques Santini has guided Lyon to the runners-up spot in Ligue 1. Oles and his management team discuss new players who could turn second place into first. From Brazil, Marcelo is urging the club to sign a midfielder at Vasco da Gama. The staff is initially sceptical. The player's already 26. Why has he never been picked up by a big European club? The Frenchman struggled to pronounce the Brazilian's name. How good is this lad, Pernambucano? Trust me, says Marcelo, and just call him Juninho. The 28th of July, 2001, is the opening day of the new season, Lens versus Lyon. The early signs anything but promising. Within 20 minutes, Lyon have conceded two against a team that's narrowly escaped relegation. Steve Marley and expensive new signing Frederic Ney are making no impact. Brazilian Juninho seems lost. It ends 2-0, but that would prove to be a mere blip. Marley and Ney are sidelined. Brazilian star Sonny Anderson proving to be a regular scorer. Juninho would be the buy of the season. Eric Carrier arrives from Nantes to bring Kraft to the midfield. Keeper Gregory Coupe was called up by the national team for the first time. And there were the unsung heroes like defender Patrick Muller and midfielder Philippe Violot. 
By mid-November, Lyon had climbed to second place, where, remarkably, they would stay until the very last match of the campaign. The 4th of May, 2002. It's the last day of the season, second against first at the Stade Gerland. By a twist of fate, Lyon again against the Lens team, who've been top of the table for 28 of 34 match days. The gap is just one point, so for the first time, there's an effective final to decide the title. A huge and emotional day. The club can't satisfy the 200,000 requests for tickets. They'll build a giant screen in the city centre. Ahead of the game, the heavens open. While the driving rain does nothing to dampen the atmosphere, it plays a role on a night of soft goals. Early on, a speculative shot from Govu bobbles past the keeper, Guillaume Varmuz. Lyon quickly make it 2-0 when a scuffed shot from Vilo is palmed into the net by Varmuz. Jacek back had just quit Lyon for Lons. The pole pulled one back. That made it 2-1 at half-time. Then the irrepressible Juninho skips past three tackles, plays a perfect pass to Legler. His shot takes a huge deflection. It loops high over the stranded Varmuz. The crowd hold its breath. The ball falls under the bar. 3-1. Lyon champions for the first time. 2002 was just the start. Olas had the foundations of the dynasty he so craved. Seven consecutive titles would follow, a record that's never been matched. Nearly 20 years on, Lyon now bottom of the league table. They're in crisis. Their domination in the noughties almost unbelievable. Between 2005 and 07, they won the league by a staggering 12, 15 and 17 points. The football was positive and exciting. They scored 74 goals in 07-08 a season when they claimed the double for the first time. Remembering the lesson of F1, Olas insisted that no coach became bigger than the club. Seven titles won under four different coaches. Jacques Santini, Paul Le Guin, Gerard Houillet and Alain Perrin. Lyon's youth academy became the envy of Europe. Among the fans celebrating on that wild night in 2002, 14-year-old local boy Karim Benzema, the future Real Madrid star, the most famous graduate of a hugely successful setup that produced the likes of Hatem Ben Arfa, Loic Remy, Samuel Umtiti, Frederic Canute, Alexandre Lacazette and Sidney Govou. Olas did whatever it took to attract the best to Lyon. Ben Arfa, a case in point. In 2002, clubs around Europe swirled around the teenage sensation. Olas ordered his chauffeur to drive him to Ben Arfa's flat near Paris. On the spot, Olas convinced Ben Arfa and his parents that Lyon was the place to be. Olas was determined, hungry, often self-centred, characteristics of many other club presidents. But he was different and a true visionary, a highly successful one at that. Lyon became the first club to build and own its own stadium, a move which quadrupled matchday receipts. The first to go on the stock market, the first to be serious about women's football. Olas's legacy, second to none. Crucially, talent kept arriving from Marcelo in Brazil. Leon's list of Brazilians includes Anderson, Ed Milson, Claudio Casapa, Chris and Bruno Guimaraes. But the undoubted jewel in the crown was Juninho, a superbly gifted passer of a football. The Leon number eight had work rate, character and an eye for goal. He scored 100 in all competitions for Leon. But of course, he's best known for his free kicks, scoring no fewer than 42 for Leon. Perhaps no player in the history of the game has been able to make a football move, swerve and dip, quite like Juninho. In his career, he scored what's generally regarded as a world record 77 goals direct from free kicks. More than Ronaldinho, Beckham and even Pele. 
the arrival of Juninho in 2001, the catalyst for a remarkable era of Leon domination.